0: Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menuno's, your life improvement series starts now.
1: Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten.
2: So, if you're tuning in, I don't think you need to be a rocket scientist to surmise that uh, this is not Maria Menounos, it's Mr. Maria Menounos, and um, yeah, It's another Lonely Guy edition Unfortunately For most of you And certainly for me (laughs) Oh Papa Please pray for me Little Terry Jacks Seasons in the Sun um, Inspired by a friend Who is dying I digress (laughs) Needless to say uh well guys it's a lonely guy edition so you know we're not going to have the same energy that we have on regular guy fridays but you know that you know that by now uh okay why are we doing a lonely guy edition well let me tell you something the girls as you know you know they work really hard and uh when i'm able to do these it gives them some time off uh, which i want them to have and i think they all need so here we are and uh i was uh thinking about god what do we want to what do we want to cover on this lonely guy edition and i something that keeps coming up and you've probably heard me mention it on the regular guy friday show and probably came up on ask the manager uh if you tune into ask the manager mondays on this feed and i think it even came up in our christmas specials we love podcasts which of course is on a separate feed and i um I ask you if you love Christmas and Christmas, the old Christmas specials. We do a really uh, deep dive and breakdown on those. And uh yeah, you may want to check it out. The Christmas Specials We Love Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Also Christmas Specials We Love dot com. Uh and if you want to email us, Santa at Christmas We dot com. Okay, so that's for you and Sleeman. I did my business back to this lonely guy edition. But one thing, it just keeps coming up is about quitting. And um, I feel like it's coming up so much and it's, I don't know, giving me more thought and then with more thought, a little discussion with Maria and just some stuff I wanted to share just about um, you know, those times that we need to quit, we want to quit, um, maybe should quit, but then When you don't quit, what comes out of that as well? And I I just think there's a lot tied to it. And I feel like if there was ever a time in our world where you wanted to quit, it's now. You know, between, hey, I'm just so fed up with everything going on in the world, I quit. Or it's, um, hey, I see everyone else out there apparently living their best lives and their dreams with their, many of them with their pseudo Instagram or their pseudo lives on social media and we say to ourselves well i want to quit what i'm doing and then i just want to go do that i just i feel like and then there's just um you know there's so much in hey i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take it anymore from whomever uh or or whatever situation i'm in so i'm gonna quit i'll quit this relationship i'll quit this job i'll quit you know um and i'm not saying there's not a time to do that because there is i just feel like there's a lot of sentiment um positive sentiment around quitting and when i reflect back at my life maria's life kelsey's life even to keep it in our family um and i think about what quitting you know would have led to it just i don't know, made me want to go a little deeper on the subject and um you know what ignited it for me a conversation between a producer friend and a celebrity we were doing a um FaceTime call and the producer said to celebrity you know one thing about Gen Z is they won't take crap from anyone from they won't take crap from employers they won't take crap from people and they will immediately fight back um, you know uh, whether it's speaking up complaining or just quitting and there was a great admiration for that in the tone of this millennial producer. And um, I turned my line of questioning over to the celebrity and said, with your career, and I honestly wish I could tell you who these people were, this might help in context, but trust me, someone was very successful. And I said, you know, what would happen, the studio you worked for, um, if every time you didn't get your way, or every time you felt you were wrong, or were in a toxic situation, or and um you spoke up and her response was i would have been f- fired immediately or <laughs> well, you know or certainly would not have the success i have now um and if i quit my goodness i never would be have what i have to today um and it's funny because this one celebrity just pulled a major move with the studio she works for and really stood her ground but she said you know if i had done that in my younger days there's no way it would have flown she's like i had to earn that i had to hang in then get the power and now you know as i've ascended into my power now yes there's times where i draw the line and i say no that's not acceptable but she's like but even still there's concessions i still have to make as we all do and when i went back to the producer and And who I know very well, and I went over her life, um, which, by the way, uh, you know, even though I think we all get in our moments, right? So, people who are in the best situations, you probably have these people too. You look at them and say, My God, you're in a great situation, but they're miserable or they're unhappy or whatever. And while everyone is entitled to their pain, I think sometimes people forget what's outside them. I know I've done it. I know Maria's done it. I've had to remind Maria many times, like, Hey, look where you are. Look at the life you have. Look at your problems compared to the rest of the world. Now, I will say, um, Maria's had to say that to me and I've certainly have had to say that to myself. And one of the things that broke me out of my moments of depression or, um, self-pity was that like gratitude. It's a whole other thing. But, but when I think of this producer's career, who I know very well, and I went over, well, where would have telling this person off or quote standing your ground, or owning your power in your early twenties. Well, I can show you along the way why you wouldn't be where you are now. Um, I'll take it back to you know myself, and it's funny because I you know I had a mom, I have a mom who you, you hear me talk about a lot, who's hilarious, um, and my mom is the uh, is the proponent of shame therapy. <laughs> now listen, we all know shame. Um, and guilt is not a good thing, but you know there's a that little healthy dose you can get that's just enough to keep you from doing making the same mistake again or maybe being more ethical when you need to be, or taking that time to evaluate your life It's just in excess, which is what we all do with shame, then we become self destructive and I know that's me, and I'm working on it, and I know many of you are in that same boat as well. however, my mom. One of my greatest like sports experiences as a kid um, took place and and we ended up a big underdog story and a big victory and it basically was all on my shoulders and uh, we ended up winning a championship. And because of it now, there was an after party cookout that the team and the league were throwing and um, I went home to shower and as I was getting ready And I was all excited because I was still on this high from this victory. And my mother was like, (laughs) instead of being like, oh, my God, I can't believe what you did. My dad was like that. He was like, I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe you were. It was not a body experience, like what you did. I've never seen you do before, which was true. But my mother, um, which was nice, is yin and yang. My mother was like, yeah. And remember, you wanted to quit. And she was right, because earlier in the season... I felt like they had me low in the uh, batting lineup. They were pulling me out, you know, two thirds through the game when the game was on the line. I mean, just all these things, and I was in my head, and I kept saying, "I just want to quit. I just want to quit. I just want to quit." And my mother was there to remind me that in my moment of glory, and she's like, "Yeah, and you remember you wanted to quit," <laughs> but she was right. It's a, it's such a great memory. Never would happen if I quit, but I wanted to quit. And then I'll take you to me working in Hollywood. I mean, being in the carny business and this brutal, brutal job. I mean, working with, um, you know, ex-cons, junkies, thieves, mobsters. I mean, you name it, sleeping under trucks. I mean, the things we all did to our bodies were inhuman the only difference between me and the kids from the neighborhood that you know the projects that worked with me is we weren't pumping our body full of all the drugs that they were the other workers were so it was even harder for us it was just for me anyway, it was just diet coke um and there were many times i just wanted to quit but what made it easy for me not to quit was the fact that i i had no other option i mean for me it was um you'll have a career in Hollywood or nothing else and so thankfully um it was never really an option to quit like maybe quit that job um and a couple times I kind of did like I ended the season like I'm never coming back and I'd be back the next season after my you know bruises healed up and you know uh enough time went by um and that's a god that's a whole other thing this wrestler Bob Backlund who while uh, you know maria inducted into the hall of fame he had told me a story one time about a uh, i think it was a uh, some navy man was trying to take an island and he he pulled up to the island in his boat and out came his his men to you know conquer the island and his first command was burn the ship and no one knew why and The reason he said burn the ship is because the the his his force would have nothing to go back to so they only had one option they had to take the island because they couldn't say oh we can jump back on the boat and leave and so for me in the carney business it was good in a sense Well, my dream in hollywood it wasn't like okay well i'm good at being a doctor i'm good at practicing law i'm good at something else you know so i so thankfully i was lucky in that respect But I still have my moments where I wanted to quit and you know, even our own Kelsey and uh, you know, something I definitely would love to talk to her about in the future, but you know, Kelsey, when Kelsey came to work for us, she was really burnt out from her last job, really hard job, very, and some probably the most toxic people I've ever met um, in our business. Certainly. So I could see where she was burnt out, but we connected immediately and she came to work for us. But you know, as you all know, we work really hard. So we try to have fun we keep it positive and we want to, um, want everyone to get ahead with us, but at the same time, it is hard. There's no way around it. And that's something you've always heard me say. Any lofty dream, any lofty goal does involve hard work and sacrifice. And I don't know an easy way to do, do those things without that. And as I say, if any of you or any of the experts out there, coaches have an easy way, tell me. Please, so I can apply it and I can share it with other people. But I, as of now, I don't know an easy way. So Kelsey comes to work for us and um, works very, very hard, as you know. And, uh, you know, she had her stomach issues. Now, she always had stomach issues for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And you all know that, so I'm not giving away any inside information. It's stuff she has shared with everyone. But um, there was a period of time where her stomach really swelled. I mean to point that it looked like there was a football there, and you know, I felt bad. It's because it's you know it's hard, especially as a female. You know, we all have, you know, body image issues. Not all of us, but many do, and I'm sensitive to that. And um, it was it was it was tough for her, and I think, uh, the her civilian friends, uh, certainly the ones that know enough about our business would have said, hey, you know, the reason you're in this position conditions because all you do is work and you work really hard and you know, you should just quit and I don't know, go and uh, go work at a gym or yoga studio, which is where she was going to work after her last toxic job because Kelsey was quitting um, because of the toxicity. And that was an example of quitting at the right time, but you know, hopefully we'll get into that later when there is a right time to quit. But, as Kelsey hung in with us and as more healers came on the show and more wellness experts and she got more focused and worked with more people, she ended up not only, of course, you know, getting rid of the football in her stomach, but then making some great strives for, a, you know, a 20-year problem of her stomach and strives she's continuing to make to this day. But I can't tell you many friends who probably would have said just quit. Just quit the job, go do something easy, um but then she wouldn't become Kelsey, I think, and I see so much more ahead for her um and whether it's here or somewhere else, it remains to be you know it very well could be somewhere else, but it won't come from quitting that's for sure um Maria's show business career, and my goodness, the last god ten years I mean of her entertainment hosting, this kid took a beating and she really did. And you guys know, I pick on Maria, she picks on me, we have fun. And uh, this time, it's that I think it's right for her to pick on me and as as it's this time it's right for me to pick on Maria. So when I tell you about the beating she took in like the last 10 years in show business, like honestly, it's not me being um an overprotective husband. Believe me, I have that in me. I have that. that we crazy Italians, we're like that with our loved ones. <laughs> But I, I'm telling you, it wasn't the case. It was, uh, it was really hard on her. And I remember, you know, Yogi Cameron was like, listen, Maria, just quit. And you just want to go work with animals in Africa? Go do it. And she was considering it. And I just, I said, Maria, um, you know, you have such a gift that God gave you. And, and it's a gift that I think needs to be shared with the world. And I think you grew up really hard. I think your parents grew up really hard. Um, And your gift is going to enable you to have an easier life, them to have an easier life. You owe it to them. You owe it to yourself. But then also, you have a gift to share with the world. You can't give up. It's not an option. So I'll work on things outside of that place to free you. But you got to hang in. You know, and this is why Marie and I, by the way, love Sly Stallone, and we love all the Rocky movies because that's always the um, resonating sentiment of those films. It's hanging in; it's not about winning. The first movie, none of that was about winning. It was about hanging in, and he says it. He's in bed, and if you've seen the movie, if you haven't, then you know by now. I, I think thirty years later, I can give away spoilers, but he's in bed with Adrian, his uh, at the time, his uh, his wife or his fiance. And, you know, he says to her, like, I can't beat him. Like, I know I can't beat him. But if I can just hang in and prove I'm not a bum, another bum from the neighborhood, um, that's what it's about. And that's what that movie's about. But that's also, like, the sentiment of that character. Whether he wins or loses, it doesn't matter. It's about he can take the hits and keep moving forward. And, um, yes, there's times of those hits can kill you. And then I don't recommend that either. And it was getting close with Maria. I mean, I, I know part of that brain tumor was what she received. Now, I will also say, in fairness to the people that were inflicting it, you know Maria didn't have the proper tools; she had childhood traumas and things like that that uh made it very difficult for her to cope with them, but at the same time um I don't know any of the women I've not seen any women in our business really be able to handle that kind of abuse um you know most of them either quit or get very sick or they just become hard as nails, cold, and cruel themselves. And, um, you know, and I understand why. But I remember, you know, if, if Maria had quit, wouldn't be talking to you right now, wouldn't be able to help all the people we're helping. And she wouldn't even be able to help herself the way she's helped herself with all the great healers and, and people she's met. Um, you know, remember, this is a Tony Robbins thing too, about quitting. Often... Um, when it's, when things are at their worst for you, you're one millimeter away from succeeding. So, you know, the last two miles of the marathon are the hardest sometimes, but just know that, that there's those moments where you're just like, I can't do it. I'm gonna break. And that's when you're going to have the breakthrough. Um, there's other great lines, the harder, you know, the, 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 Part of the fire, the purer the gold, right it, or you know diamonds take a ton of pressure to make a diamond. Um, listen they're cliches and whatnot, but they're true. And when I think of why Maria is so resilient and only gets stronger because it's because of what she endured as a child and growing up hard as an immigrant and and then what she endured in this business, and the celebrity had on the phone, same thing. She was like, the harder they made it on me, yeah, it sucked, but it also kept forcing me to adapt, to evolve, to grow. Um, So, you know, I, I say this because many of you want to quit, but I think many of you are going to have children, maybe grandchildren, nieces and nephews, who are going to want to quit. And as a parent, their instinct is gonna want is gonna wanna be to keep them safe or just you know, to see them safe, to see them happy. But not wanting them to go through pain. And and but the pain is the growth. And um I'll say on the flip side of my mother, she was both my parents, when I would complain about like being in the carney business, they both said, just quit. Just quit. You can just live here at home and which is so sweet of them. And I get it, but thankfully I didn't. But I say it because I just see, um, you know, a generation of parents that is just all about, yep, quit, yep, quit, or, or I'll go put all the fires out for you. And you're really robbing them of their journey. And you're, you know, I think the potential for greatness that could be in them less likely to be realized. And uh, and if you are a millennial or Gen Z, and you're listening to this, um, and let's say you're you're the one taking the hits, and you envy the person next to you who's you know who won't take it, um, just know that there's there's a strength in hanging in, and there is a time to own your power and stand up for yourself, but it's not always when you think it is. You know, when we talk about the time there is time to quit there can be something incredibly freeing about that okay and so there's the times you quit by the way I know so many people quit really good jobs and they're so excited for a month they're sleeping late they they don't no one's bothering them or whatever and then I they turn back into pumpkins meaning you know at some point they go oh wait what I don't have purpose I don't have power now I don't have money Um, but there are other times where you do need to quit and it will free you. And, um, I think if it's so much on your body that you're going to permanently damage yourself or, um, you know, catch them by the way, or kill yourself literally, or it's too much on your loved ones. If you have children, you know, who are depending on you, I'm all for the quitting, um, but you don't have to always think about it, you don't have to always think about it as quitting. You can see it in another way.
0: I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Ties, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days Way seriously is some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way Hair Oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free, up your schedule with Way. Go to Way, T H E O U A I dot com, and enter the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, dot promo code Heal Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. <laughs> bonus wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili.
2: You can see it in a different way. You can see it as, I'm not quitting right now. I'm just going to put a pin in it. And I've done that before too. And what do I mean by putting a pin in it? Putting a pin in it means we're just gonna put this on hold for now and revisit it. You know, getting back to when it's the right time to quit as well um, and putting a pin in things. I'll never forget my first film was uh, an excruciating experience. I mean, you know, making it was one thing. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes, but I took on way too much financially i took on way too much physically um and uh then the negative for the film got stolen which was my life savings my life's work uh and from there i ended up my goodness bankrupt and living in a basement and i mean uh i was at a point i lost everything um and i'll never forget when i finally quit on the film i quit Quit on uh trying to finish it, trying to you know get it done um, there was such a feeling of freedom and relief and release in that, and it just felt so good uh and then I think it was a few years later, uh maybe two years later that i it with time being away from it, I was able to figure out okay. Maybe I can finish it with, you know, whatever I have left of the negative and whatever actors will come back to help. And then I went and finished it and it played Tribeca and it was, you know, fine. It wasn't the film I set out to make and it certainly isn't an ex- I don't like, think it's an example of my, of what I really can do. But at the same time, I did get it finished and it did end up playing a major festival, which is, was one of the many goals. But the point is, that was a time I had to quit and put a pin in it and it felt really good to do so. And there've been other occasions too, where I've just been like, Hey, I'm quitting on this. Um, listen, after buzz, just, you know, producing, uh, 200 shows a week during the pandemic, having 400 hosts come into my studios, you know, with the, um, protocols for COVID that I, as you know, Maria, as a mom and pop show, we can't handle that. Um, it killed me to have to say okay let's let's put this on hold let's put a pin in it but once i did um i was able to breathe i was able to tend to other things in my life that need that were necessary um and at some point you know when i'm ready uh, i'll bring i can pull that pin back out and get back to it but i will say as much as i want to Promote hanging in and how important that is to growing and to success, especially if it's a lofty goal you have, there are times that, yeah, it's okay to quit. And if it's a dream, um, then you're just going to put a pin in it. Maybe you get back to it when the kids are grown up and out of the house or, you know, you're over a certain health issue or maybe your finances are in better shape. I don't know. But um, there are times where it's okay to quit. And I think also there are times as well you outgrow your dream, and and I've seen that too. where You ha- you hang on to an old dream. You know, for me, it would be writing for a sitcom. That was an old dream of mine. And now I look back and I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Like I would, I mean, I suppose if I could create a web series that was all mine and it was scripted and, but. I wouldn't shoot it with the four or five cameras the way that kind of traditional sitcom. I don't think that's for me anymore. In fact, it's not, but I've seen other people who are still hanging on to old dreams and, um, it's killing them. And I think that's a time where you come to grips with that and you realize this isn't what I really want anymore. And so maybe I didn't, I don't know. So if you're, you're trying to achieve a, a a dream, but you might find it's not your dream anymore, and that's going to make it harder to even achieve that dream. But I think, and that's hard. It's hard to admit that, right? Because you feel unfulfilled, you feel a sense of failure. But um, but it's okay, and I think uh, you find out when you quit that dream, it opens now all the time and the energy for the the right dreams to come in and the new things. So, um, you know, Maria had a quote that she got from her show uh, that I want to share with you all. Um, And I wish I knew who it was who gave her this quote, but when I mentioned this concept about quitting, how it just keeps coming up, um, she said to me, ask yourself, are you quitting because it's not right for you? Which, of course, That's the right thing. That's the correct uh, time to quit. Or are you quitting because it's too hard? And now if it's so hard that it's making you sick, well, I don't want that to happen either. But but know that anything lofty is going to be hard. So the more you just embrace that, that, hey, this is going to be hard and this is what it is, and the more you lose an attachment to the outcome of the dream, like I need to be writing on this sitcom, or I need to be starring in this movie, or I need my business to make this much money, or I need to have my first house, or I need to be married with three kids. Those are just outcomes. You get attached to those outcomes and then that just makes your journey that much harder and make you want to quit that much more. So, um, anyway, as always, uh, a little all over the board here, but um, just doing my best. Give our kids the day off and see if I can share stuff with you you all and always the appropriate lonely guy music the um, the one hit wonder Run Joey Run about a young girl who wants to marry her uh, 70s icon boyfriend and um, the dad's not having it so you know what he does well You can either listen to the song and figure it out or I could just spoil a few. The father comes and just kills him. (laughs) Again, guys, it's a lonely guy episode. This is what lonely people do. We have depressing thoughts, depressing openings, depressing closes, but my God, he's going crazy. He's going to make you pay. Yep. Run, Joey, run. Wow, I didn't even know there's a video. And I see a, a guy in his bell bottoms running. Sorry. No, I don't think you're going to get married. No, I don't think so. Anyway, all right, you guys. You know me. I could just go on and on and on. Um, stay lonely. But don't quit. Don't quit on being lonely. Embrace being lonely. How about that, Dr. Phil? Cash me outside. No. Uh, Here's to all of you. Hang in. Have your kids hang in. Um, And I'll quote the great Bob Backlund, who I mentioned earlier. Former WWF champion. Maria inducted him into the Hall of Fame. His iconic quote, which I love and live by as well, is, um, You never lose unless you quit. And you know what? We might be lonely, but we're not losers. Okay, you guys, I'm out. It wasn't his fault. He means
1: so much to me. Daddy, please don't. We're gonna get.
2: If you're still listening, oh, the 70s, what a silly era. Okay, bye, everybody.
1: This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menounos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you.